Blog Talk Radio. Comments expressed on the J. King Network contain mature content and may be deemed as offensive in nature. However, they may not reflect the same views held by the network itself. So please, use discretion when tuning in. Good morning, good morning, Willie Zan. Good morning, Val Sing Young. Good morning, everybody. My name is J. King. Welcome to Kings of the Morning. With me is my co-host, Cindy Brexton. Good morning, all you awesome beings out there in Cyberland, and welcome to the Kings in the Morning, and we're glad that you're here with us today, but let me remind you, as I always do, this ain't your ordinary show, but for he or she that can endure to the end, that being said, strap them down, roll them up, and tuck them in. You're going to need all three, caffeine, nicotine, and adrenaline. Go ahead, Mr. J. King, and do your thing. Good morning, Joni. Ladies and gentlemen, on this Friday, August the 4th, 2023, you're riding with the Kings. Uh, Simi, it's just you, you and, it's just you and me. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about the damn thing. It's just me and you. Nobody else showed up today. Just the two of us. Just me and you. Really? Oh, Mary Hopkins is in the house. Hey, good morning, Christy Graham. Good morning, Josephine. Um, top of the morning. Oh, Ali finally decided to show up. Good morning, Ali. Papa J was mute and phone whenever he heard. You can't just come in and do that. Your ass is on mute. You weren't here on time. You don't just to come. You don't just get to come in and just start singing. You know. Whenever he heard Mike, it was on, <laughs> and he didn't lie. You talk all never kind of shit singing. about everybody else. You talk all kind of shit about everybody else being late and your ass late. Good morning, Johnny Davis. Good Ain't morning, nobody late. Ain't nobody late. You, you yeah, just, you, you just. No, you, you usually be going on with the introductions because it was just you and Simi. I came in time enough. You should have just said Brother Reverend Ali. But I see no, how you I, do I, it. I couldn't. I couldn't. I was already past it. I was already. Why is it? You're a beautiful professional radio guy. You know how to blend I, stuff in. And that's what, and that's you know what if you ain't in line, you lose your spot. That's right. Man, Jake, he, so he, 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 he passing people up on the tuna fish sandwich. That's hey. 
Uh, first of all, um, everybody that uh, so, uh, Joni, you should know this. Um, everybody is wor- is still praying for your father. I'm asking about him. I was out yesterday, and a few people said, "How's Red Wine doing?" And I said, "You know, he's healing." And um, so, the, and, unless there's anything new, Joni, um, I, that's all I tell people that he's healing right now. That his body is healing. Good morning, Lee Fletcher. Um, and but that he's stable. So, am I correct in in that um, that he's um, stable, but his body is healing right now? Um, and as we get updates, you guys know every time Joni does an update, I actually read them. I go to her page and I read them verbatim. No, I don't add no sugar to the coffee or nothing like that. I just read them as is so that, um, you know, because a lot of 10 on the tours out here, uh, people who will put a 10 on the 2. So we're not going to put no 10s on no 2s. She said, yes, sir. So so um, I believe that means that he is Stable and healing, and that's and that, there's no other no other news. <clears throat> so, um, good morning, um, Mary Hopkins. How are you this morning? And I'm surprised. Good morning, Jay. I'm good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to unmute myself. I'm good. How are you? That's okay. I wish these other sap suckers would learn how to mute themselves when they're not talking. And where's the snitchy smurf? Uh, so the Snitchy Smurf and Six Eyes must be into it, you know. Snitchy Smurf, uh, but but I but I don't know. I think Six Six is getting ready to start putting that back end down on her. They either you know I, he was talking the other day like either we together or we ain't. And Snitchy Smurf kind of you know snapped to it, snapped in line. So um, anyway, good morning to everybody. Uh, so what I so what the Snitchy Smurf did do, and I appreciate her for it, is she sent me a list of things that Donald Trump did. Um, um, that he um. Let me find the Snitchy Smurf. Let me. She sent me a list of things that 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 um. Donald Trump did. Let me find it. And good morning, Janet Louie. What things that Trump said and a timeline. So today we're going to go over that timeline. Uh, this is a timeline of what Donald Trump said before the Capitol riot. And there are, there are a number of things that were said. So John Beckman, I, I hope you and I hope Reese comes so that you guys can can um, make heads or tails of it. You, uh, Jeff Carlin, uh, good morning, Michael Niner Jordan. Hopefully, um, Andre um, Henley will be here. Michael Niner Jordan just got here, so he'll want to hear this stuff. Um, this is the timeline of what Donald Trump said prior to the Capitol uh, riot, and these are speeches. And um, in his speech before the riot, he told the supporters, we're going to walk down – we're going to walk down to the Capitol. You have to show strength, and you have to be strong. So um, even though, you know, he didn't tell them to tear shit up, when you tell somebody you got to show strength and be strong, you kind of tell people, you know, you got to tear some shit up. And then in the weeks leading up to the January 6th ride at the Capitol, 
President Donald Trump repeatedly said he wanted his supporters to fight Congress on accepting the Electoral College results that show Joe Biden won. And so I, I want to see how, how, how you fix yourself to, 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 to qualify this as okay. Because I think if this was a, and this is a political thing, I think if, if a Democratic candidate had said that who lost and, a war, uh, and, and, and they had any kind of disruption, I believe Reese and John Beckman would say, no, they started it, they said these things uh, because they hear differently when their candidate says it versus the uh, polling candidate. We're going to walk down to the Capitol. And we're going to cheer on our brave senators and congressmen and women. We probably, we're probably not going to be cheering so much for some of the others because you'll never take back our country with weakness. You have to show strength and you have to be strong. Um, um, and so these are things, these are things that, um, that he said. Yes, uh, Shelly, the reason why we're starting our beautiful Friday off with this is because I think people like to believe that Donald Trump had nothing to do with what's going on with him. But I'm one to believe. Now, do I think it's political? Yeah, I do. I think it's very political, you know. But I think part of the politics that are playing out are playing out because of Donald Trump. Donald Trump is responsible for the politics that are being played out against him. Um, these, these are some of the things he said. Today we're going to go through some of the things he said. Good morning, Akbar, to prove that Donald Trump um, has a lot to do with what's happened to him on the political front. So we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna talk about that today. And um, Snitchy Smurf, I want to say thank you to, to the snitch for uh, for sending me because the Smurf sent this all to me. She, she Smurf sent this to me. Um, good morning, Dave Smith. Dave Smith is going is going to be happy about it. He's going to be happy that we're having this discussion. Um, yep, we know that your opinion on him is gross. We do know that, Shelley. However, um, we're not just talking about your opinion on him and it being gross. We're just, we've got to deal with the facts of who Donald Trump is and how detrimental he's been to himself. And, um, and so much so that Donald Trump may have been so detrimental to himself that even with Joe Biden running, he might not be Joe Biden because he doesn't know how to keep his foot out his mouth after dipping it in his ass. So he dips his foot. Good morning, J.D. Henry. He dips his foot in his ass and puts it in his mouth and then dips it back in his ass again. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Dumbest thing I've ever seen. This is a guy who, I have to be honest, this is a guy who, if he just, after he lost the election, had to shut the fuck up. If he had to shut up, and went home and prepared for the next election, he'd probably be president. And that's just honestly goodness truth. Um, 
Michael Nader Jordan said, I won't be there if Andre Henley is there, and that's final. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was saying here, Andre Henley has a a strong opinion, like you do, about Donald Trump. And uh, so that's why. So I don't, the rest of the stuff can go to the pooter. So, um, good morning, Adrian Lord. Good morning to everybody. Where are we here? Jay King. Facts. Ah, let me see. Um, let me tell you guys some interesting facts about chickens. Did you guys know that chickens are really the descendants of dinosaurs? Walking the earth is one of the closest living relatives to the Tyrannosaurus rex. But that's not the only impressive thing about things about these files. Chickens are incredibly adaptive creatures found in nearly every part of the world, barring Antarctica and the Vatican City, and are able to fly short distances, swim, and even communicate with the outside world before hatching from their shells. Did you guys know that? Um, Ali, I'm gonna, you're going to do something today that you don't do often on this show. You're going to learn. Today is a learning day. There ain't nothing to learn yeah. on here. Ain't but a bunch yeah, of dumb dumbs. Good morning, Anthony Lord. Good morning, Shirley Brown. Scientists, I, I don't like Andre. If he's against Trump, then I'm going with Trump. <laughs> I didn't know that, Michael Nader Jordan. Andre, Andre's in the quiet taste. Um, scientists aren't exactly sure when humans first domesticated chickens. Some research had estimated that humans first became flock keepers around 8,000 years ago or more, perhaps somewhere in China, India, or Southeast Asia. But more recent research shows the first clear evidence for domestic chickens in the archaeological record is only about 3,500 years ago from a site in Thailand. And some archaeological evidence supports an idea that the earliest human-raised chickens may not have been eaten, but instead revered. Archaeologists have unearthed the bones of whole chickens at dig sites in Britain and Europe, which researchers have carbon dated to the Iron Age. None of the birds have been butchered. They were primarily older in age when they died, and one had a healed leg fracture, possibly from the help of a human caretaker. On occasion, the birds were buried alongside humans, possibly used as psychopomps, a.k.a. animals, tacks with leading the deceased to the afterlife. Writings from Julius Caesar indicate the earliest Britons didn't eat chickens and instead raised the birds for their own amusement or pleasure, a practice that remained until Romans introduced eating the birds around 43 CE. So, um, um, like most birds, chickens are toothless, equipped instead with gizzards, muscles in the digestive tract, 
that help break down their food for digestion. Their omnivore diet first enters their crop, a pouch-like organ that stores and softens foods before it moves to their digestive system. From there, food moves to the gizzards. While this system allows chickens to forage or feast without chompers, scientists believe poultry of the past may have eaten differently with teeth. That's because the earliest known birds had teeth, though the feature began to disappear more than 100 million years ago. In place of developing beaks, however, some researchers believe it's still possible for chickens to grow teeth since their DNA contains the genetic code which stuck around to help modern chickens grow for feathers. In 2006, scientists were able to make small genetic modifications that enabled chicken embryos to develop teeth, which look similar to reptile teeth, though the chickens were ultimately prevented from hatching. So um, another thing you guys should know is chickens aren't often considered to be especially bright animals, though there's evidence they're smarter than we once believed. Scientists have long studied chickens, with the first research in the chicken intelligence emerging around the 1920s, thanks to observation of their pecking order, or how the birds establish social hierarchies in their flock. In the 100 years since, researchers have determined that chickens have a wide range of communication skills, able to produce 24 different vocalizations that alert their fellow fowl about predators, food, and an interest in mating. Chickens are also capable of differentiating between, num between numbers uh, and can identify patterns and shapes. Those memory skills help chickens recognize up to 30 other birds, a process that starts within 36 hours after hatching. When chicks imprint on their mother hen, chickens can also recognize human faces and even have preferences for who they find attractive. A 2002 study found that chickens preferred looking at humans with more symmetrical faces, just like humans do. And to back this up, I have Mr. Chickadoo here today. How you doing, Mr. Chickadoo? Uh, Mr. Chickadoo, um, what is this thing about you all having tea? He, 
I'm glad he out. Why is the virus called chicken pox? Does it have anything to do with chicken or not? That's a good question. That's that's a that's a great question. Um why what does chicken pox have anything to do with chickens? Chicken pox has nothing to do with chickens. Chicken pox got its name because the blisters look like chickpeas. Chicken pox can be spread very easily from person to person. It is spread through the air by coughing or sneezing or even talking. Um, these red spots, which are uh, who got chicken pox? Who did? Did you guys get chicken pox? I don't know if I got the chicken pox. You still got them? Yep. I think I got them when I was about nine or ten. Did you? You still got them, Jay? Your chicken shit ass well, nigga. Ali, when I look at you, Ali, I look at a big old chicken pox. That's what I'm looking at. <laughs> it's one of them I got and one of them I didn't get. I don't know if it was the chicken pox or the meat. Let me see. Terry, are you there? Is my sister Terry here? Let me see if Terry. Is she off. He said you got the before. <laughs> Terry. Terry, are you, are you there? I don't think I got the chicken pox. Yeah, well, I don't think, I think we had. Did, did I get the you chicken did. pox? Yes, you did. Okay, did I we get the meal? Yep. I did have the meal? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Thank you, Terry. We we kind of knew he did by his attitude, but you know. <laughs> well, um, yeah, we was all calamities. He had them twice. Wow, how did you get them twice? I did too. Uh, Stacy said, Stacy said she had it with the vaccine. She got the vaccine and still got the pop. That's cold when you get the shot and get the pop. How you feeling, Terry? I feel okay, Jay. I feel okay. Um, wow, Shelly said she had the chicken pox three times and was hospitalized around three from it. COVID ain't got nothing to do with the chicken pox, uh, Dana Marie. Why are you saying COVID? Um, Joni said, I don't know. When I was a baby, I had them lightly. So we all have the chicken pox, okay. Um, and the measles. And the, did we get the mumps, too? Did we get the mumps? It's, it's something that I feel like I didn't get. Yeah, we had them all. Okay. All right, well, um, Dave Smith said he had the mumps. Ali, did you get the mumps? Ali, when did you, Ali, when did you become a vegan? 20, 22 years ago. And, and um, what what made you become the the, the thing? Oh, you had the shingles, I, um, Joni. I don't want to fuck with the shingles. 
You got to go check it out. Make sure you ain't prone to the shingles, J. King. Janet Marie, you don't know what you're talking about. I only had COVID once. Did you go check? Did you go check? Did you get the shingle test? Good morning, Zoila. Did you get the shingle test, Jay? Did I get the shingle test? Yeah. No. Well, you should get one. Make sure you don't get them. Because when the motherfuckers come, they hurt like a motherfucker, Jay King. Uh, Shelly said, when you get only a few spots, you're likely to get them again. It's way more dangerous to get them as an adult. You, you want to get them as a kid. I agree. Oh, okay. You said not me. Okay, I was gonna say I yeah, because I, I only had I only had COVID once, and it, and and it just all it did was made me sweat at night. I mean, it was, it was, I felt I slept a lot. Um, good morning to you guys. My friend did. Oh, your friend got him twice. Oh, okay. Okay. 400-year-old painting has people convinced time travel exists after spotting Russian satellite and famous work of art. I don't know if I'll read that. Police dog shot dead after attacking Handler doing search for missing person. A police dog has been shot dead by armed officers after it turned on his handler and attacked her leaving her with serious injuries. Lancashire police said they were devastated by having to kill an animal on Thursday. Officers have been searching for a missing person. At 5.15 a.m., the dog known as P.D. Jacks became aggressive. Good morning, Derek Sproul. During the search, a police dog became aggressive, biting its police dog handler, causing serious injuries. Backup officers Officers, some of them armed, rushed to restrain the animal. All efforts to restrain the dog failed, and given the continuing threat to the injured officer and other patrols, P.D. Jacks was shot at the scene. The dog handler suffered a serious upper leg injury and was taken to the hospital. I have, have P.D. Jacks' wife here, um, and... Uh, how are you doing, Miss um, Jack? I'm, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna tell you what what she said. Um, she doesn't believe she he he was um, talking about retiring from the force, and they kept taking him out on call. He didn't want to go, and. He had had enough, and uh, she doesn't believe that he bit anyone. She believes that they had some stray dog bite the officers, and then they shot him in the line of duty uh, because she doesn't believe that he would ever uh, bite uh, one of the fellow officers. Um, now, his handler, what kind of relationship did he have with the handler? Um, so evidently, um, the handler had an affinity and an attraction 
to uh, Petey Jacks, and from what his wife is saying, uh, he was really angry at one point about the way she was rubbing and how she would rub on his belly, and every now and then she would touch his penis, and he didn't like it. What are you guys going to do as a family? Miss Jax is saying that um, you all, um, and she's talking about human beings, um, you've always mistreated dogs, um, canines, and that enough is enough. She's going to go, she's going to run away uh, with her pups today, they're leaving, and they're going to go in the wild uh, and, uh, and just bite motherfuckers today so they get killed. They're going to bite as many people as they can. Uh, and um, and uh, is there anything else you'd like to say to the people? Um, she wants you guys to know that P.D. Jacks was a wonderful father and husband, and he loved his family immensely, and he had just reached a breaking point, and they didn't care. They uh, they they just treated him like he was a common uh, slave, and uh, and that's why uh, they won't be biting black people, but a lot of white people and others will get bitten. Just FYI. Thank you so much, Mr. Jackson. Um, we're praying for you. A lot of things happening out here. You know, we had chickens and dogs on the show today, so this is a good show. Police are investigating after the bodies of two women who had dated the same man were found in separate storage units in Minnesota. Joseph Stephen Jurgensen, 40, was charged with second-degree murder on June 30th for the death of Manisha Mani Starin, whose dismembered body was found in a storage unit in Woodbury, east of St. Paul, starring a mother of three, had disappeared on April 21st, according to a missing persons alert. Jurgensen has not yet entered a plea, and the local public defender's office did not immediately respond to a request for comment. On July 7th, police said in a news conference that they had found the remains of Fanta Yayavam, 33, in a separate storage unit in Coon Rapids, north of Minneapolis, and 39, 30 miles apart from where Starn's body had been discovered. Both women had been dating Jurgensen, according to police and their families. A caller to the Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension said, Yaya Young, a mother of two who disappeared, in 2021, have been in an abusive relationship with Jurgensen. A St. Paul police spokesperson told Huffington Post that the investigation into Yaya Vong's death is ongoing. Police previously said that Jurgensen was a person of interest. When the investigators believe that they have enough for charging, they will forward their case to the appropriate county. Wow. So this dude, now, 
you know. So this is these are some look at that. These are some beautiful women that he um that he decided to chop up and and put um and put it on suitcases. I don't understand the whole chopping up, putting in suitcases in a storage bin that you own. That don't make sense. Let me see. They got they got a GoFundMe. Let me see what her GoFundMe account. Most mo- most people like that, Jay, have that fascination. Like the crimes people say that they they keep them like souvenirs and shit. What's cold-blooded is they have GoFundMe um, for both of these ladies, neither one of them. One of them is for um, $15,000, and they only have 10000 The other one is for $10,000, and they only have 5000 So <clears throat> these, are, um, these are white men, John, that are... Uh, FBI finds 40 skulls, um, human remains in the home of a Kentucky man linked to trafficking ring. And look at that. Look at that, John. Look at that back, man. Yeah. I'll show you something else. Grizzly Discovery, police uncovered two storage units connected to Long Island Serial killer Rex Horman. Look at that, John. Look at that. Another white guy. You gotta you gotta be very choppy. <laughs> Mother of missing girl sent text. She was in her daughter's presence after she disappeared. Let me see. You got some crazy pecker with that. John Bradley said there's some crazy pecker with that. <laughs> oh, God. That was funny. Now, that was funny. <laughs> Today is Friday. August fourth is the first Friday, uh, and we um we do uh, a business mixer at Seasons Fifty Two if you're in Sacramento and you want to come hang out. It's from five thirty to eight thirty. Uh, <laughs> John Becker said he was gonna have chopped salad, but now no. Um, that second one looked like Beckman as well. <laughs> He did have a little Beckman. He did have a little Beckman on him, huh? He did have just a, a beat up Beckman, like if Beckman was what had, had more weight, not not, not exactly. But um, so on August fourth, uh, I'm going to do the daily word, brother Reverend Ali. Are you doing the word of the day? Yes, sir. So brother Reverend Ali is doing the word of the day uh, on Friday, August fourth, 2023. The daily word is begin, B-E-G-I-N. 
Each new day is an opportunity to begin again. Just as the sun rises on the new days, a light dawns within me as I begin anew. My past is behind me. Not bound by my mistakes or regrets, I take the best of what I learned and I leave the rest. Good morning, Daphne. Good morning, Monkey. Good morning, Marilyn. My future is ahead of me, mine to shape according to my highest hopes and dreams. I say yes to the opportunities that call to me. I pay attention to my passions and those things that kind kindle my zeal and enthusiasm. These nudges from spirit encourage me to live into the highest expression of myself as a divine being, a beloved child of God. I am in the precious I am in the precious present now. I leave hesitation behind. One with God and at peace with myself, I am ready for every good thing that I began. Today's Bible verse is John 1, 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Brother Reverend Ali, what is the Word of the day? OG, the Word of the day is ARM, spelled A-R-M. And the definition for ARM, OG, is each of the two upper hip limbs of the human body from the shoulder to the hand. Let me see if I could use that in a sentence. Before 2024, I'm going to chop off John Beckman's arm. Arm. Wow. <laughs> there you go again with Boy, this. such violence. Why? What is that, Ali? A lot of people are concerned about your violent behavior. Well, you know, the people that question can get their arms chopped off, too. (laughs) 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 So, you know, John, I could come down to Spokane, Johnny. (laughs) (laughs) You you mean come up to Spokane? Because I'm in the mountains, it'd foul. Be, it, it'll be down once I start I found, chopping. I found I found Yusuf Kente on the, on on on. I found Yusuf Kente today. Now I just want you guys to know what I'm about to play you. While they're talking, they are smoking marijuana. Okay. Uh, good morning, Janice Booker. So uh uh. This is this is what I suspect a conversation with Yusef uh, Kente sound like while they smoke a weed. Just driving like that on. Driving like I don't identify as black. My lawyer knows that. I got all kinds of shit on. Just driving like that on. Driving like don't put that on there no more. But I went to the DMV. It's crazy. When I went to the DMV and told them I don't identify as black no more, they put that shit in their system. Three, four days later, I got a brand new voting registration card with my shit on it the right way. So it it went down to that for them to have to send me a new registration card because I ain't black no more or because I don't identify as black no more. White don't don't determine your skin color. Like it don't it ain't no really it ain't no skin tone or whatever that you can say to the white person. Like, it could be any 
Cause they tell you that shit. And this is a law book, bro. This ain't no, this ain't the times. This this the law, this black law. You know what I'm saying? Like, the judge got this shit in his chamber. But that's the real reason why why I could have white on my shit. On my, on my, white on my weed card. I showed you that. Yeah. White on my weed card, bro. That's a, that's still a form of identification. I, go, I can go use that motherfucker wherever, wherever. But that's, that, that's how I identify, bro. But if a police, but see, like, like, like if something happens, and they call it, I got a black male, so and so, so when they pull you over, they give you some nigga ID, my shit don't even say that. And then they call in, they got white male, so like, right? What if he go back to the time and say, black male, man? Hey, I'm gonna sue the fuck out of this two today. Yeah, that's how he's gonna write up in the report like that, huh? Right, and and legally he gonna have to he gonna have to violate my rights because you have it's a it's a doctrine called the doctrine of election, bro. I'm really giving y'all way too much game on this, <laughs> but the doctrine of election, bro, means you got a choice, just like. Republicans, uh, Democrats, whatever, you can just choose to identify. You know, you may say I got Native American ancestry, but you may have been on the census 10 years ago as black. But on the new one, now you're saying you American Indian. You got the right to do that shit mm-hmm. by just because your rights. You see what I'm saying? They can't just. But that's called the doctrine of election. Mm-hmm. And anything you do, bro, court-wise, jurisdiction-wise, any of that, you got, it's always a choice. You It's always a that doctrine of election going. So that's the reason why they legally can let you be black and not and deny your rights because you chose to do that. Especially when when you're supposed to know this because it's a maximum law say ignorance of the law is no excuse. I know you heard that right. Mm-hmm. So this shit right here that they were passing the law, we supposed to they expecting us to know this shit. They don't want you to know this shit. But they expecting you to know it. Who gonna expect somebody to know this shit? Bro. Come on, that's man. What, that's they want you to not know a single ass in jail. They do, but I'm saying the reason they get away with it is because the rules and the law that they deal with say that you are that it's presumed that you know the law. Yeah. It's presumed that so then they can get away with it, right? Legally. Yeah. Yeah. Originally came out of 1503. I mean 1523, but they did a, a reprint of it in 1607, bro. How much that book cost? This this book cost you a few thousand dollars. So it's worth more than that. I was going to say, so what, what, what? Okay. So this is, this is the conversation. Now, Dan Marie says, smart. We should all do that. We get all the money, and we would keep our voting rights. Um, so these are the dudes who say that they're moors and stuff, and they get pulled over by the police, and they get hog tied and all kind of shit. And nothing never work out right the way they say it's going to work out. But they never tell you about the shit that don't work out right. They just tell you about the shit that they started and what they did. And so they would have Janet Marie and everybody else thinking that everything is cool, and they have to be in jail. Uh, Shelly said, what the hell? He had the Rachel Dolezal been running together. He identifies as white, and she identifies as a black woman. Uh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> Them niggas remember, high as I hell. Told, <laughs> and, and you know, and and um, so, but this goes on. This goes on for fifteen minutes. This thing goes on for fifteen minutes. Doctor White said we had before they got before the the Europeans got over there, and we was dealing with these whites in England. 
they speak on like the laws of my eye. So that they liable or that's the law they're going by? You can if, if you go to court right now, you go have a case right now, you can cite something out this book and the judge gonna have to either know what it is or he gonna go back in his chambers in his office and pick the same book up. Because you can reference this and use it right today. And bro, I think he was say he was a war and said some stuff, bro, mm-hmm. and he got right out of jail. They O R him right out. The all four of these books from the sixteen hundred, bro. Yeah. It's fact factual shit and it's real shit here, bro. This ain't even the real name of this book. The Europeans took this on the front of this book later to say the London Society for Promoting Christianity Amongst the Jews. Yeah. But just like how Kanye's going off right now, motherfuckers mad at everybody about the Jew shit, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm finna show you who the real Jews is. You ever, you, you ever seen them seeing somebody look like this right here? The Indian, that's what you that's what you would assume, right? Mm-hmm. But them that's us. We the real Jews. We the Indian, we all that shit. But then they changed the word more. Now, he said he said that's the Indian. <laughs> he said that's us. <laughs> then he said, uh so he gonna say they changed the more the word more. Let me see if they changed the word more to this is But I'm finna show you who the real Jews is. You ever, you ever seen them see somebody look like this right here? That's the Indian. That's what you that's what you would assume, right? Mm-hmm. But them that's us. We the real Jews. We the Indian, we all that shit. But then they changed the word Moorish to Indian <coughs> in sixteen twenty one. So before that point, they were calling us Indian. The book is saying that Morocco's in America, right? So it's saying like they sweeten how you got the uh. So um this is why this is where um this is where a lot of um you know because if it's you know, people can read uh whatever they want and then they can make up whatever they want after they read it. And um and Hold on, let me see. We got the one. Kind of be Byron on the night, fam. No deep. The way a rocket goes smooth, so deep. Hitting on the door, the boys go deep. Oh, jeez. My readers unlimited. I've been in the missions. You was just an infinite visit. Will I be killing them when it is on my middle? Listen, we'll be taking pictures and things, and I ain't a visible answer. Tables on my roof and shit. MET, he told me kids you can't win. Standing in the danger, he's able to fix a perfect thing. Hacking the time I wash up and slip into the regal written to them. Guess it's time to back off. You can take it off, yeah, because that's next talk. Well, I'm looking for today is something minimal. It's taking up some love and attention. I ain't invisible. I ain't B-I-S-I-B-L-E, bitch. Pay attention. I know I can't get them off. Ah, give me some love and I know you need this. We'll see if the cowboys can notice me when I speak dick. I'm not invisible. I'm not invisible. I miss you guys. I'm not invisible. This is, this is her life. She, uh, um, she is uh she's coming out. Um, let me show you guys something. So I'm gonna show it to you guys. 
something. Would you let she, someone microchip yeah. into your hand if you will receive $2,000 a month in return for getting a chip put in your hand? You heard me right. We'll give you universal basic income, basically, 2,000 euros, $2,000 a month if you allow us to put a microchip in your hand. That's exactly what's about to happen as part of the rollout of the central bank digital currencies as a carrot for them to rope you into this mess. We'll get to that part of the story in a minute, the chip implantation process, not the corn chip at Dan said in our chat, but a actual metallic tracking chip. Um, but a new report just published this week by the Bank for International Settlements explains how our new digital money system is about to work. We've been warning you that this, this was coming for a long time on this show. Also, we weren't the only ones predicting this. Uh, it was predicted in a little book, you might have heard of it, called uh, The Box. Once again, 2020, it seemed like you have that. Okay, so, so, that, so, the, so this is the stuff that's on that's on social media. And so people, people um, believe these articles the same way people believe anything that's on the Internet, the same way we believe the doctor who said that, um, that, uh, um, that, the, that the COVID-19 vaccine was, was this monstrous thing. These aren't doctors. They weren't doctors. The same way this guy isn't. Uh, uh, a financial analyst. An article shared on social media claims the World Economic Forum has stated that microchip implants under a human skin will be needed for payments as part of a planned central bank digital currency. This is false. This is false. The lobby group which has no authority over central banks or governments, has made no such comment. The WEF has declared that all citizens must be implanted with a, w, a CBDC microchip in the very near future in order to be able to fully participate in society and do basic things such as purchase food and water, says a July 10, 2023 article and the People's Voice, previously known as News Punch, which has been fact-checked by AFP for a range of false and misleading stories. The article quotes Oxford University Professor Richard Warner, who has spoken about the CBDC and payment systems, as saying that consumers will need to use the latest technology, such as the CBDC chip implant, in order to access their bank account. The posts are false, according to a WEF spokesperson who noted that Warner has no official role at the Geneva-based nonprofit organization that holds conferences. Um, no, it's not. Watch Tech or Woods Fact Tech. Um, um, Janet Marie, you guys, you know what's a trip to me is that all, all you um, conspiracy theorists, all your conspiracies that you had, um, they haven't come to fruition. But you guys never talk about the ones that don't come to fruition, which are the majority. And because you don't talk about them, you, for some reason, I believe that you all believe that, um, um, that they're real, that, 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 that we just, that, 
because you don't talk about them, that they were real, they went away, and they'll come back out. We'll double back on that one. This stuff ain't real. They do have chip implants, but they're not forcing them on you. They're not giving you money. There are some places that they have, but they're not forcing them on you the same way um, you all are saying that everybody's going to have to have a chip. But these are people that actually, in other countries, that want the chip because they don't have to check, they don't they don't have to carry anything with them. I believe it invades your privacy because if you have if, you know I mean either way whether it's in, whether the chip is in my hand or but I can go get cash and buy what I want to buy. Jay, you you better define fruition. This is Kings in the Morning, and folks out here don't know that word. John Beckman, do you know the word? Because if you know the word, then the only person you should be concerned with is you and whether you are no fruition. If they don't, they can say something. All I'm saying is, you know, everything you see and read and hear on the Internet ain't true. It's not real. It, it don't make it so. And it's, it's frightening because that's what people, these are the things that people are reading and listening to to um, to make themselves intelligent. They didn't force it. They didn't force it. You, you didn't get the vaccine. There are people who didn't get the vaccine. They didn't force it on you. Good morning, Sequoia. Reese, I'm glad you're here because I want to um, talk about this Donald Trump thing. Um, and some of um, Smitchy Smurf made a, uh, Smurf made a, a list of um, things that uh, Donald Trump said in a timeline. Um, um, Jana Marie, if they were going to force it on you, they would have done it already. So I don't care how much time you give them. Um, the, the vaccine can't, can't be forced on people. And um, So, um, Reese, how are you this morning? Fantastic. Okay, so... Snitchy Smurf made a timeline of things that Donald Trump said prior to uh, January 6th, leading up to the... So this is in a timeline of what Donald Trump said before the Capitol riot. In his speech before the riot, he told supporters, we're going to walk down to the Capitol. You have to show strength and you have to be strong. Um... President Donald Trump speaks during a campaign rally for Senator Kelly Loeffler, Republican for Georgia, and David Perdue at Dalton Regional Airport on Monday, January 4th in Dalton, Georgia. Good morning, Carl Robinson. In the week leading up to the January 6th riot at the Capitol, President Donald Trump repeatedly said he wanted his supporters to fight Congress on accepting the electoral college results that show Joe Biden won. We're going to walk into the Capitol, and we're going to cheer on our brave senators and congressmen and women. We're probably not going to cheer so much for some of them because you'll never take back our country with weakness. You have to show strength, and you have to be strong. His supporters listened. Thousands of Trump supporters waving Trump or Confederate flags 
were wearing MAGA gear, descended upon the Capitol. They overwhelmed law enforcement, pushed past police barricades, and temporarily stopped Congress from counting electoral votes. Good morning, Eric Stewart. Trump supporters had gathered earlier in the day for Save America, for the Save America rally organized by a group called Women for America First. Trump allies, including former campaign staffers, helped promote the event. ABC News reported it. Trump's White House schedule showed he was to speak at the rally that day. Some of Trump's fiercest allies made incendiary statements at the rally. Let's have trial by comeback, said Trump's lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, warming up the crowd for Trump. We look closely at the words Trump used to urge his supporters to show up and fight on his behalf January 6th, with Trump's Twitter account permanently suspended. We used archives of his tweets by factba.se and the Trump Twitter archive. We contacted spokespersons for Trump and did not get a response. What Trump said before January 6th. For months before Election Day, Trump repeatedly told his supporters falsehoods about voting, including that Democrats had rigged the election. Trump ramped up the rhetoric after he lost the election battling court challenges in battleground states trying to get judges to reverse the outcome. After he racked up defeats in court, Trump's tactics turned towards ordering senators to fight for him. And Senator Majority Leader and Republican Senator and, and Senate Majority and Republican Senators have to get tougher or you won't have a Republican Party anymore. We won the presidential election by a lot. Fight for it. Don't let them take it away. That's what he tweeted on December 18th. In December, Trump also issued a battle cry to his supporters broadly, encouraging them to gather on his behalf on January 6th. On December 12th, on the day of pro-Trump rallies in Washington, D.C., Trump tweeted, Wow, thousands of people forming in Washington, D.C. who stopped the steal. Don't know about this, but I'll be seeing them. MAGA. December 12th, we have just begun to fight, Trump said in another tweet. December 19th, Trump tweeted his praise for a report by his advisor, Peter Navarro, alleging election fraud. Great report by Peter, statistically impossible to have lost the 2020 election. Big protests in D.C. on January 6th. Be there. We'll be wild. On December 26th, Trump tweeted, The Justice Department and the FBI have done nothing about the 2020 presidential election voter fraud, the biggest scam in our nation's history. Despite overwhelming evidence, they should be ashamed. History will we'll remember. Never give up. See everyone in December on January 6th. December 27th. See you in Washington, December. See you in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. Don't miss it. Information to follow. On January 1st, the biggest protest rally in Washington, D.C. will take place at 11 a.m. on January 6th. January 6th, location details to follow. Stop the steers. On January 3rd, 
Trump retweeted. At Jen Lawrence, 21, an organizer of a March for Trump bus tour, now we will bring it to D.C. on January 6th and proudly stand beside you. On January 3rd, Trump retweeted Amy Kramer, another promoter of the march, who said, we were excited to announce the site of our oh, she said, we are excited to announce the site of our January 6th event will be the eclipse, the ellipse in the President's Park, just steps away from the White House. Um, on January 3rd, Trump retweeted at Cody, at Cold Monkey Z. If you're planning to attend people protest in December on, on D.C. on the 6th, I recommend wearing a body camera. The more video angles of the day, the better. On January 4th, at a rally in Georgia, the day before the Senate runoff, Trump repeated his grievance about his own election. He spoke about the continued fight, both for himself and the Senate. If the liberal Democrats take the Senate and the White House, they're not taking this White House. We're going to fight like hell. I'll tell you right now. We're going to take it back, is what Trump said. What Trump said before the riot, this is what he said before the riot. Trump's final direction to supporters came during his Save America rally around noon on January 6th, when he repeated his pants on fire came that he won. Our country has had enough. We will not take it anymore. And that's what this is all about. To use a favorite term that all of you people really came up with, we will stop the steal. And then the crowd later chanted, fight for Trump, fight for Trump. Fight for Trump. And Donald Trump thanked him. Trump praised the crowd for traveling from across the nation and for the extraordinary love. We gathered together in the heart of our nation's capital for one very, very basic, simple reason, to save democracy. Trump repeatedly said there was a need to fight. After he bashed weak Republicans and Biden, he said this, unbelievable what we have to go through, what we have to go through, and what you have to get your people to fight. If they don't fight, we will have to, we have to primary the hell out of the ones that don't fight. You primary them. We're going to let you know who you are, who they are. I can already tell you, frankly. He continued with the fighting metaphor. Republicans are constantly fighting like a boxer with his hands tied behind his back. It's like a boxer, and we want to be so nice. We want to be so respectful of everybody, including bad people. We're going to have to fight much harder, and Mike Pence is going to have to come through for us. And if he doesn't, that would be a sad day for our country because you just want to uphold our Constitution. Now it's up to Congress to confront this egregious assault on our democracy. Trump invited the crowd to go to the Capitol. Good morning, Del Bernie. After this, we're going to walk down, and I'll be there. We're going to walk down, we're going to walk down any one of you who want, but I think right here, we're going to walk down to the Capitol, and we're going to cheer on our brave senators and congressmen and women. We're probably not going to be cheering so much for some of them because you never take back our country with weakness. You have to show strength, and you have to be strong. 
Trump used the word peacefully once at his rally. We have to come to demand that Congress do the right thing and only count the electors who have been lawfully slated. Lawfully slated. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Today we will see whether Republicans stand strong for integrity of our elections. But whether or not they stand strong for our country, our country, our country has been under siege for a long time, far longer than this four-year period. What Trump said during and after the riot. By the time Trump finished his speech, crowds had already started to gather outside the Capitol. Trump never joined them, but did tweet during the afternoon and night and released a video statement. Please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are truly on the side of our country. Stay peaceful, he tweeted at 2.38 p.m. By that point, the mob had already shattered windows as they pushed inside the building. His video statement repeated false claims about the fraudulent election and said, we have, to, we have to have peace, so go home. We love you. You're very special. He rehashed those themes in his final tweet of the night. It ended with these words. Remember this day forever. So this article was originally published by PolitiFact, which is part of the Point, Pointer Institute. It is republished here with permission. You can see the sources for these facts here and more fact-checked is here. So, um, so Reese, when you hear all that, um, do, is it, do you think Donald Trump has any responsibility no. to any part of what happened? No. Allow me to respond since and I have to go through that diatribe. Okay, let's start. Uh, you said you began this by saying that Stacey Smurf put together a timeline, or did she plagiarize? No, I said no. So Stacey Smurf sent a timeline. Oh, sent a timeline. Thank you. Well, you I heard the word put to, the words put together. Well, so she so, just well, took well, it from Twitter. Well, so well, that's what well, you said, Jay. It doesn't. Okay, Reese. Don't, uh, you can I tell you why it matters? No, no, you can't. Just talk up. Tell me what what you don't thank know. You. I don't need all that. I just need all you right, to tell thank me you. your all right, I'll tell you what I don't know. First of all, you can't repeat what Politic Facts puts on the uh, on, on that and then take it at face value if you haven't done the work yourself. Several things were omitted. Several. Donald Trump's first tweet was not at 250. If you saw the town hall on CNN, Donald Trump gave documented proof that he tweeted earlier than that, and Facebook hid it morning, from the American public and said that it was posted after 2 o'clock. That's factually true. Now, now, that's factually true because, now, that's factually true because you say it. No, because, because he showed it on television to Kristen Collins. I, I, I thought it, uh, because he, he showed it to Kristen Collins during the CNN tells, town hall. Because Donald Trump tells the truth all the time? No, Jay. Actually, no. PolitiFacts 
Okay. Has more credibility than Donald Trump. Uh, no, Wait a minute. Political facts. On, Hold on. Donald Trump has no credibility. Hey, you, did you ask for my opinion, or Donald do you want to tell me what it should be? No credibility. So, 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 I'm not talking so about his credibility. About, okay. So. Oh my God, Jay. More. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm like, I'm like, you don't want my opinion, dude. You want me to agree with you? I don't want you to do anything. I want you to. I want you to tell me. You said that he had no, uh, that even after hearing this, that he had no responsibility. If the shoe was on the other foot, if this was, if this was Barack Obama, and this happened, you'd say all day that Barack Obama incited it. That's really what would happen. But because you're so political, you you, you know, I just want you to be honest enough, you and John Beckman, to say some of the shit he did, he brought on himself. But you would never say it. Mm-hmm. You won't talk okay, about it. Okay, so can I answer the Barack Obama claim? Can I answer the Barack Obama claim you just spoke no, to me for? No. What do you mean, no? No, no but <laughs> stay with the, stay with the, um, stay on Trump, nigga. Well, how are you going to tell me what I would have said with Barack Obama and then not let because me respond I, because to Because I know it. you're going to just talk about Trump. So you don't think that Trump brought none of this on himself, right? First of all, this is the part that you keep forgetting, right? You didn't listen to any of the January 6th congressional hearings, none of them at all, and that's fine. I don't expect you to. That's not your wheelhouse. Not only did I listen, not only did I listen, so you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but some of the shit is just a, it's just, a, just a repeat and a rewatch of all the other shit. And, um, Reese, the one thing I don't expect you to be, because I know you're never going to be, is uh, um, is fair and equitable. That's not who you are. You believe a certain way, and because you believe that way, and you're going to always side with Republicans, right or wrong. That's just who you are. So, uh, and, and conservatives, I know that. So, Okay, so again, you going to let me answer, or you want to just answer for me? Because I'm just shut up. So I'm asking you, do you think, do you think he, do you think Trump has no, anything to do with No, and I'll tell you why if you can shut up. You don't think he has anything to do with what um, no. John Beckman said. John Beckman said, I've always said Trump is his own worst enemy, Jay. He has an unfiltered vocabulary, which I love, but he's not responsible for the riot at the Capitol by some knuckleheads. He's very much responsible, John, because he has an unfiltered vocabulary, because he is his own worst enemy, and he keeps putting his foot in his mouth after poking it in his own ass. Go ahead, Reed. Okay, Jay, thank you. We, we disagree. Just deal with that. I said no. He's not responsible. Here's why. Okay. You are the person who believes that people are influenced by other people's words and they have no control over their own actions. You don't believe in accountability. It's the reason why you think that people who are parishioners and in church are under the influence of the deacon, the minister, or the, or the pastor. You believe that they don't have a mind of their own. You've always believed that. So that's why you believe Donald Trump saying we have to fight means that people took that as, oh, we need to storm the Capitol. You can make that distinction because that's what you think of all people. You think that they're mind-numb robots. So, of course, you think it's Donald Trump's fault instead of the accountability of the individuals there. Secondly, 
We already went through congressional hearings where we talked to Christopher Ray. We heard from Christopher Ray when he was asked flat out whether or not there were actual agitators of FBI agents inside the Capitol and outside the Capitol, and we know that to be true. So, dude, you can say whatever you want, believe whatever you want. It doesn't matter what you believe, JT. The facts don't support what you think. Um, Reese, not only do the facts support what I think. They don't. The they don't. All right, I'll pull you back. I got to take this so call. Yeah. yeah, we're good. So what's amazing to me, uh, if Trump would not have called for a rally, there would not have been a bird whistle to fight. Exactly. He called for the rally. He's responsible because he was the beginning of it. Now, um, Reese can say what he likes, but Reese falls in the steps of white conservative men like Rush Limbaugh, who who um, have racist and bigoted undertones, and Reese himself, Reese himself has said that um, some of his white friends call him white, say he's whiter than them, and Reese stands by it. Um, John Beckman said, Reese is correct, so the idiots who fought to overthrow the government would do so with no weapons? Come on, who overthrow the government with no weapons? Um, John Beckman, um, the idiots that supported uh, the president because he asked them to. He told them to go fight because he's an idiot. So idiots were fighting for the idiot. It was an idiot battle. And it was idiots who knew that they have more privilege, privilege than people of color. If black folk had been there, we would have known to be to, to have weapons because it, it was the only way that we were going to have any chance. Jen Marie said Reese laughs with white people when they call him nigger. Well, because, because Reese, don't, Reese sees you guys as niggers. He's, he's not one. Reese, Reese is white. Reese, Reese really, and, and when John Beckman says he doesn't believe, or he won't believe Reese is black until he sees him, John Beckman really says that because John knows that Reese really is as white as a black person can get. He's as white as white can get. Now, the one person who knows how white Reese is is Mary, and I don't know if she want to put her put his whiteness on the streets. But how white is Reese, Mary? Uh, Reese is pasty white. <laughs> I know he can't walk through DPH at night. He can't walk through where? Del Paso Heights. Michael Niner Jordan said. Michael Donner Jordan says, no, he is not. He's a house nigga. Um, no, no, Reese, I believe, um, personally, uh, John Beckman said, Reese Beckman, I like that, another brother. Um, I really believe that um, that Reese, Reese believes in what he, in, in, in his, um, in his agenda. He believes that he's right. 
Um, Janet Marie said, let him take his ass to a son downtown. Now, Janet Marie, believe it or not, he may go to a son downtown and actually do well. Be, you know, um, you know, he may, he may be that one. There's always that one, and he may be that one. But I just think it's interesting how th- this this one man can can do all these things. And, and again, I don't, I don't. Uh, let me just say this: I don't agree with what they're doing with trying him. By trying him, you, what you're doing is you're empowering him. Uh, what is a sundown town? John Beckman, a sundown town, you wouldn't experience it because you're a white man. As a black person, there was there were towns called sundown towns. Well, we couldn't be in those towns when the sun come down because uh, something horrific would happen. It, it's actually um, it was actually a horrible and disgusting and despicable experience that a person would have to encounter simply because of the color of the skin. Um, Michael Nina Jordan said, Reese will kill one of you Negroes about his master. Trust that. I believe that. No, I, I, I believe that when it all comes down, that, that Reese, um, um, that Reese, um, you know, is, um, is not, um, he's not happy with, with, um, with the black race like that. He feels like, um, and, and he's got every right to to feel how he feels. But you know, we, um, I um, you know, um, from a political, you know, and I think because I don't uh, operate so, solely from a political space, um, and because he operates solely from a political space, I get his uh, why he, you know, he's going to. Ride to the wheel falls, and I got to be honest with you guys. There are some of you guys that ride with Biden the same way, and when you guys ride with Biden to the wheel fall off, it's from a political space. So some of you who say, "Well, Biden isn't that bad. He and he's not Trump," you know, Biden is horrible. Biden is horrible. Biden has been horrible for this country. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me which of them they are. Trump is horrible. He has been horrible for this country. So um, I don't, um, I don't take sides with either. I just know that what Donald Trump did had a lot to do whether he, whether he told those people to do it or not. He incited it. He incited those people to do it. The same way, um, the same way when. Um, when uh, what, what's the, the girl's name, the congresswoman, uh, when she was inciting people to go against um, to go against the Trump administration, what's her name? You know the girl who's been in Congress for a long time, the black woman, Maxine Waters. Maxine Waters was inciting people to attack and disrupt people while they were having. Well, they were out. It's wrong. I don't care who. I don't care who it is. That's what that's what Trump did. Tell Beckman to watch Jason Alden's video, and try that in a small town. 
Now, well, John Beckman can go where he wants to. Um, Lee Fletcher, he's a white man. He, he, the, the rules don't apply. You can't say, I don't know who Jason Alden is. If I made Biden the worst pecker would than Trump, and I stand by that. <laughs> That's what John Beckman said. Reese Hopkins is back uh, with us. Um, so yeah, um, I'm just gonna listen. You don't, you don't, you do a lot of talking shit about people. And I don't even get to respond. So go ahead, man. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, they're all horrible, Daphne. That that this is this is who we this is who we have this is who we have to pick from. Um, Michael Niner Jordan said, "Get this, Trump will never again in life win, and probably not in Arizona, and probably not in Georgia." That's what Michael Niner Jordan said. I don't, you know, um, Michael Niner ever- Jordan. Michael Niner Jordan, please stop. Don't be prognosticating. You can tell us when the new Jordans are coming out today to fuck away from this subject. Subject, please. Jason Aldean is the guy who wrote this song, Not in a Small Town, where people are protesting it, calling it racist because he showed video of Black Lives Matter and Antifa destroying cities like Baltimore and D.C. And the song is about how you can't pull that shit in a small town because they fuck you up. And everybody's mad because they know it's true. You wouldn't go to a small town and do that shit in America because they would fuck you up. So now well, people yeah, are calling because, it racism. Yeah, because, well, because racism and prejudice and bigotry lives in, yeah. that's where it really lives in those small towns. It's the small reason towns, why it's right. small towns is because those people are that live in those small towns are all the same. They all c- kind of look alike. They've been there for a long time. And they, um, and they make sure that if you come into their town, that, um, that you're going to be straightened out. Um, Delina says, let it let appear that there must be a criminal aspect in the presidency in every administration. I don't know what I don't know what L I T means, um, Julia. Michael Niner Jordan says, um, my bad Reese, call off your boys. John Beckman says No, don't worry. I'm not listening. Michael Niner Jordan has an opinion just like anybody else. If it's misguided by stupidity, that's not my fault. That's the person who's conveying the opinion. And I know that he listens to a lot of news media that tells him what to think and refuses to be an independent thinker. But that's okay. I listen to that nonsense all day, every day. That's why I can point it out. John Beckman said, when are the new Jordans coming out? I will boycott them because he still owes me money, and I stand by that. Daphne Gibson says, I agree with you, Mary. They're, they're all horrible. Um, um, Lee Fletcher says, no, he shows the courthouse where a black man got lynched and a riot started. A hundred um, years. Nazi, wait, wait, wait. Jason Aldean, hold on. I need to correct the record. Jason Aldean filmed the video in front of a courthouse where a black man was lynched. So if Jason Aldean is, is, um, is a racist for doing that, then we need to boycott Miley Cyrus as well. She did a Christmas movie well, in front of the same fucking building. Come on, dude. You're reaching. Um, yeah, but not, but, but not under the same pretense. And you understand how that works. No, actually, it's anybody who's filmed in front of it, and I can name seven. 
Dave Smith said, Reese, why do you think you're so much smarter than everyone else? You said Trump will win. He because I am. Because a, I am. You because I am. These nigga you, predicted, <laughs> you predicted a red wave. You predicted a red wave in the I did not. You were no, I did not. You no, I did here. not. Yes, you, did. you did say that. Yes, you no, did. I didn't. Yeah, you King, you're a liar. You're a liar. I no, never no, said that. No, you're the no, no, Reese. The only liar is you. you you're lying. I never said wave. that. You you're said lying. that there would be a red wave. Your dumb ass did. You're a liar, and that's why your punk ass is on you. As long as John McCain family is living, um, Trump will never win Arizona. Stop promoting Aldine and this gross, small-minded racism. Aldine was a singer on a stage here in Vegas when the October 1 shooting happened where 58 died. Yes, he really said that. Yes, he really did say that, all that. I know, everybody know when he said it, when he said it was going to be a red wave that Donald Trump was going to affect, and then it didn't No, happen. I didn't, because I said I don't believe in red waves. And, uh, uh, and you're good at denying shit when you lose. Yes, Dude, is. how about this? Yes, Jay King, let's put your money where your mouth is. Um, that's what Dave Smith said, and you're good at denying shit when you lose. And Michael Nina Jordan said, yes, you did, Reese. I know he did. He knows he did. And, Reese, I wouldn't put my money with anywhere with yours because you don't pay your debts. Everybody already knows it. That's why Kim, that's why Kim Virgil don't fuck with you. Uh, um and John Beckman said it was a real tinkle, a red tinkle. Shelley says, the more we talk about him, the more idiots will search it. I know I know Reese said exactly that. I know what he said. Reese knows what he said, but Reese, like all No, I didn't. And again, it doesn't. What do you yes. think? That the two yes. of you repeating it's going to make it fact? No, no, it wasn't. Fuck Reese, everybody idiot. heard you say it, Reese. Everybody no, they didn't. No, they didn't. If they didn't hear you say it, Reese, if they didn't hear you say it, they wouldn't be saying you said it. Everybody heard it. And it was a red tinkle. It, 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 didn't, it wasn't a wave. Reese forgets that we all listen to this every morning, Monday through Friday, even when Reese is not here. So we remember what he tells us and then reneges. I know. He can't. Reese, Reese can't help it. He can't help it, dude, you know, because he don't like, Reese don't like being wrong. So if he's wrong, he don't want you to know. He don't want he he'll never admit to being wrong. Um, Reese is delusional. He'll do great in the metaverse. That's what General Reese <laughs> General Reese said that uh, he's delusional. He'll do great in the metaverse. That's okay. I'm going through the archives now, and I'm going to prove it. And then all of you can just literally apologize. But I know you can't do that. Don't, Go into the archives nope, now. Because... Just put me on mute. Okay. Uh, okay. You're a liar. Lisa is in the chat room. You're a liar. I never said there was. I'm going back to the archive now, and I'll prove it. You guys me out. <laughs> well, Mary, I never said anything about a red wave, and you know it. Have you ever heard me say red wave, Mary? I don't even believe in red wave. Good morning, Red isn't even a real color. (laughs) I've never said anything. 
J. King, you always what? get me in trouble with this shit, too. Cause How do I get you in trouble? Later. How do I get you in trouble? Can I make you tell the truth? Because I, ye- I get yelled at after this. You know what, Mary? Mary, if there's anyone that I expect to always have my back, it's you. But, you know, you fall right in line with J. King. Maybe he's right about people falling in line. Maybe maybe I'm wrong on that. But I can't I can't be wrong because I'm right. Because <laughs> white is right. Because <laughs> white is right. You do that voice when you know you're lying. No, Reese, I do that voice when I'm making fun of you because you lie. Um, Michael Niner <laughs> George said, I do remember when your ass said that, Reese, and it's okay, but you was wrong. I re- everybody knows he said it was, was going to be a red wave. The only person I don't remember he said it is him, and that's because he can't remember he said, he said it. I do that. Of course you think he said it because you know he said it. That's going to be a red wave. Donald Trump, because of Donald Trump, you'll, you'll, you'll see. Um, I actually like listening to Reese's show at 5 p.m., so it's funny when he comes on here and acts an ass. Well, this is where he got, this is why we call him old stinky poo. On this show, he, oh stinky poo, oh stinky poo. Um, uh, John Beckman said, "I don't fall in line with you, Jay." For example, when I was in line to go to heaven, you told me to go to line, line number two. <laughs> John Beckman, please step in line number two. John Beckman. I hope um, I hope somebody else finds finds um that that information. So Reese did he re- did he really home. just put us all on hold to go find him? Yeah, I hope he. But he's not gonna find it. Um, he's not gonna find it because um. Because then he'd have to go. He, he before he finds it, he will say he won't. He won't listen. He won't find that one. He'll find one where he might where he might have said, "I don't believe in a red wave," but he won't find the one that we're talking about. He won't find the fact that he said it when uh, he said it when uh, when when all of the uh, elections were coming when it, when it, when they were happening and and he and he predicted that. That um, the Republicans, because of Donald Trump, because Donald Trump is so strong, what they would do. Today's um, history moment is on Fannie Lou Hamer, known for her civil rights movement, born a sharecropper. She worked from the age of six as a timekeeper on a cotton plantation. Later, she became involved in the black freedom struggle and eventually moved on to become a field secretary for the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee. Uh, born October 6, 1917, uh, Fannie Lou Hamer was born in Mississippi. She was working in fields when she was six and was only educated through the sixth grade. She married in 1942 and adopted two children. She went to work on plantation where her husband drove a tractor first as a field worker, then as a plantation's timekeeper. She also attended meetings of the Regional Council for Negro Leadership, where speakers 
address self-help, civil rights, and voting rights. Because African Americans were excluded from the Mississippi Democratic Party, the Mississippi Freedom Democratic Party was formed, with Fannie Lou Hamer as a founding member and vice president. The MFDP sent an alternate delegation to the 1964 Democratic National Convention with 64 black and four white delegates. Fannie Lou Hamer testified to the convention's credentials committee about violence and discrimination faced by black voters trying to register to vote, and her testimony was televised nationally. The MFDP refused to compromise, offered to, to, to seat two of their delegates and returned to further political organizing in Mississippi. And in 1965, President Lyndon Bain Johnson signed the Voters' Rights Act. She also lectured extensively and was known for her signature line and often used, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. She was known as a powerful speaker, and her singing voice lent another power to the civil rights movement. Fannie Lou Hamer brought the Head Start program to her local community to form a local pig bank cooperative in 1968 with the help of the National Council of Negro Women and later found the Freedom Farm Cooperative in 1969. She helped found the National Women's Political Caucus in 1971, speaking for the inclusion of racial issues in the feminist agenda. In 1972, the Mississippi House of Representatives passed a resolution honoring her national and state activism passing 116 to zero. Suffering from breast cancer, diabetes, and heart problems, Fannie Lou Hamer died in Mississippi in 1977. She published, she had published The Praise Our Bridges, an autobiography in 1967. June Jordan published a biography of Fannie Lou Hamer in 1972, and Kay Mills published This Little Light of Mine, The Life of Fannie Lou Hamer in 1993. This is American History. Everybody around the world hates everybody. You can't trust anybody. Robbing, killing, the lies they tell us of why. My question, do you see God in any of this? True God. You can't just say God and that's the end of it. You've got to live it. You've got to mean it. God is the reason you are hearing this right now. Would we fight or bleed to death if we put God in the mix? Would there be hate if we blended God in the recipe? No. Because God is love. God is love. The true belief in God, even if we never see Him, would end our problems. We could come to a better understanding with each other. And life would be righteous and good. And you can't say no. You can't knock that theory if we all don't try it together. God bless us. Amen. Amen. One love, one love. Uh, today is Friday. And uh, Reese, if you're still out there, what you got going, man? All right, well, there's no Reese on the Radio Rundown today. That's because in less than an hour and a half, I'll be on WTIC from 2 p.m. until 6 p.m. Eastern, um, talking about everything from Devin Archer's interview with Tucker Carlson to the 
uh, Hunter Biden scandal to the Chicago riots to a whole bunch of stuff. So check me out, WTIC.com, WTIC.com, or you can go to ResoundRadio.com to watch me live four hours today on WTIC. Okay, thank you, thank you. Uh, I didn't hear Snitchy Poo or uh, Six Eyes today, Jay. Uh, both of them, they missing? Neither one of them. Neither one of them here. Okay. Well, I don't know. Maybe they're trying to get a new show together with Yusuf Kente. Anyway, uh, Jay King, let us know what you were. Friday, it's Friday, and uh, Johnny yep. Graham Cracker Davis does the Honeycomb Hideout at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Johnny, what you got going at you, if you're still out there? Uh, yeah, we rolling with uh, Smooth Grooves tonight. We just going to mellow you out from the 60s to the 90s. Right on, Johnny. With the, from the 60s to the 90s, we're going to listen to Johnny Graham Cracker Davis tonight right here on the Honeycomb Hideout. And then on uh, Saturday, uh, we have uh, my Keisha Best at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I still got stuff. I still got stuff I'm doing. I know. But I'm coming back to you, brother. What, what, what are you talking about? You bad, J. King. Oh, okay. My bad. Yeah, yeah. Dang, uh, Marquisha Best, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time Saturday, right here on the JK Network. And then we got No Kickstands live and direct with me, of course, Reverend Ali at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time Saturdays. Check me out. It's going down. Uh, then Sunday, is Mary out there, Jay? Yep. yep. Thank you so much. Yeah, tell, us, tell, us, tell us what you're doing on uh Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, right here on the J. King Network. Uh, right here on the J. King Network, yours truly, Mary Hopkins with Mary Had a Little Cancer. We're going to talk about uh, this trial that's going on at the Cleveland Clinic that they're trying to give to all humans to actually prevent breast cancer. So tune in for those updates. All right. And then I don't know what happened to Princess Odelia. I guess A.K. and J. King ran her off. Uh, but anyway, Jay King, let us know what you got going on on your show, on your things today, Friday, Saturday. I know you got a lot of things going on out there in Sacramento. You know, I know you can't play no basketball. They said your shoes didn't fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so today I am um, today I'm doing something really special. Um, I, for at ten o'clock we have the African American Leadership Meeting with the governor, um, governor's office, like we all um, the governor's panel, I should say. Um, but at 11.30, I'm taking my third-grade teacher, Miss Watson, out to lunch. She, um, she is in the early stages of dementia. And so um, and it's getting worse faster than, um, you know, it's, it's getting bad. So I wanted to see her one last time before, you know, it encapsulates her because, uh, you know, the older we get, and this is where, you know, this is where working out and your health and how you eat and how you live and all that stuff really comes into play. And, you know, even though Miss um, Watson is a, a small woman, so she's, you know, she's not overweight or anything like that, she just, um, she is still, um, you know, you've got you to gotta be healthy. You have to still walk. You have to really keep your mind fresh, and I hope, you know, and that's why reading and all that stuff is so important. So, um, but I, I'm a love owner today. And then um, tonight we have our, at 5.30, from 5.30 to 8.30, anybody in Sacramento, we have our uh, first Fridays 
at um, Season 52 in the Hard Mall. It's absolutely free. Come hang out with us. And tomorrow, we're going to, um, um, tomorrow morning, we're going to drive it up to um, Reno. We perform um, Saturday night, Club Nouveau, and the Dad Band. I mean, and um, Zap. And it's, after, it's a free concert. It's a festival. Right on, J. King. Well, it sounds like you got a lot of things going on. And back to you, J. King. It's, it's your turn now. <laughs> Man, I hate to hear that about Miss Watson. God bless you for spending time. Yeah. Good morning, cuz. I see you. Boy, oh, Jay, oh, you just you just brought back yeah. memories of uh remember Miss James Collier? Oh, Miss Collier. Of course I remember Miss Collier. Them big old teams we used to all talk about them. <laughs> I didn't even realize Johnny Davis was here. Johnny Davis, where the hell were you when we were talking about insects? Nobody has even bothered to mention you murdering them. About what? Insects. 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 Get your head out of the gutter. Insects. So, Yes, sir. Um, and Dale Barney said, "Miss Car- yeah, Miss Collier wasn't nothing to fool with. Miss Collier was cold with that ruler." Um, oh, so she'll you- tear oh, your so ass up quickly. Oh man! So, John, tell- Johnny, tell me if you you wanna you wanna play this right here. Let me some things. Oh, yeah, I'll play something like that. I, you got to send it to me. I don't have it. Huh? You got to send it to me. I don't okay. have it. I'll put it in my playlist. I, said, I, I know I said you want to play it. I'm asking you if you want to play it. Yeah, yeah, I'll play it. What's your email address? Johnny Davis at 546yahoo.com. Is it IE? No, nah, it's Y. Johnny Davis, five four six at yahoo.com. Is somebody on like is somebody on hold at the hospital or something? What the hell is that beeping? No, that no, that's my that's my iPad. I mean that's my my um my speaker. Oh, okay. Well, whatever is going on, dude, can you please take it off life support? No, I no, I'm gonna do exactly what the fuck I'm doing. Is that your heart monitor going off? <laughs> yep. <laughs> He's full of shit, Reese. <laughs> Why are you trying to kill J. King off, Reese? What's going on with you? Somebody give him somebody yeah, give him two CCs and suck dicker off that that. <laughs>
Some Alex Bugnine. 
Well, I sent it to you. Uh, yeah, I love what Joe Levy did too, Dale. Um, I can't wait to actually mix it. No, cause this is this was um, a song that I'm just. You heard my the, my album that I have out now. This is the new album I'm working on. Je, um, Jeff Carlos said I was just outside with Kim Ping the Poodles, and I burst out. Um, I'm so happy I can sing. And Kim looked at me and said, "Why?" <laughs> she didn't know I was singing the song. Yeah. Uh, so, um, good morning, Fred. I, I said you must have woke up late. Good morning. Yes, I did wake up late. Yes, I did. <clears throat> wow, somebody can afford to wake up late. Jesus. Well, he's you're either, well, no, a, you're either a teenager What's or up? a bum. Good morning, Chocolate Peach. No, Happy I, Friday to you. Yeah, I had a uh, kind of stressful day yesterday. I got my test results and running around, running around, running around. Then you guys are making those shitty-ass comments over the radio. I know you missed me, you know. Everything's good. Everything's good. He says I'm going to live, so watch out for the next oh, 10 years. You. What test results did you get back? Did you find out that you were positive or negatively stupid? Positive, positive, positive. PSA, PSA, PSA. You have to have that done every three months or every uh, six months. And you need no, to get this shit done as well. He called you positively or negatively stupid. I don't know if you heard that. No, fuck him. I don't. I don't pay any attention to that weirdo. That's Archie Bunker. That's fucking. That you know who he is. He's a black man <laughs> in a white man's body. Listen at his. Listen uh, at. It. It's the other way around, you, you mean, moron. <laughs> he's a white man. Jesus Christ. Okay. Whatever hey, now, it is, now, you knew what I meant. Watch your, now watch yourself. Archie Bunker is my third cousin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're certifiably stupid, but God bless you, Fred. I'm glad you're feeling. What better. have you? I'm 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 cool, man. I'm really cool and blessed. I'm eating well. By the way, that's for the selfish thing... reasons, Fred. I want you to live a long time so reason. I can continue to abuse you. So I can continue I to abuse you. Got my... oh, man, I I don't know what I've gotten myself hooked up here. I've, I'm 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 verbally abused. I'm cursing. And, you know, God's continually blessing me. I'm eating well. You know, I, I, it, I don't know what to do here. You know, I love you guys and all that shit, but you guys are rubbing off on me, sending me down the wrong track. Who's sending you down the wrong track? Don't oh, let me hear you. Well, if you're, That's your if choice you're to go down well, the wrong and track. God keeps blessing you, he can't, be, he can't be taking you down the wrong track. Yeah, don't blame well, no. much for that. You know, you you know I'm, take... I'm, cursing, I'm cursing like a sailor. You know, my vocabulary is gone to suck, gone this, down this, to hell. Okay. You know, it's, this, it's hold ridiculous. on, hold on. Fred, you bring Dave up a Smith great point. Reese, Dave Smith said, Reese Punk has always called somebody stupid. Yeah, and Dave Smith, I called you stupid too. Um, let me Dave, bring you Dave, Dave I know for a fact whenever you get your hands on him, you'll knock his punk ass out. Man, I wish you were here with me. I hope you're right. you guys would call Fred stupid to his face. Probably not. Yes, I would. No. Fred, no. Fred, you brought up a very good point. You said that you are now cursing, right? You're doing all of this evil stuff. You know what? I am going to use a theory that our dear leader just used an hour ago. You know who I blame for you changing your lifestyle in this vicious, evil way? It is none other than the fault of JT. That's right. 
he has made you this evil, vicious person because of the way that he conducts this show. Mm-hmm. If Donald Trump is responsible better. for January 6th, then Jay King is responsible for your ill-advised behavior. Jay King, do you take responsibility? Wait. Does that mean... Does that mean that Jay King is responsible for Ali's ill behavior too? Absolutely. Oh my. Yes. Absolutely. Jay King is the ringleader. So that means freedom of speech don't, don't mean shit, huh? It don't. Absolutely not. It doesn't mean, and nobody has any accountability. It is the actions of one person who they follow. And Jay King is the leader here. Isn't that right, sir? Sounds like you are. Oh, send me that one too, Jay. If ain't ready yet. Alright, I'll wait. We'll work on this. When I get this done, I'll send it. Did I miss uh, uh, Joe Levy?
You like that one, Johnny? Yeah, yeah, I was digging it. What she give to you? Your oxygen tank? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Ali, wow. you so ruthless. I'm going to tell you what she gave me. She gave me a back brace so I can give it to you. <laughs> Your little sissy back. But we going to start calling Ali ruthless. What's new, sissy back? So, um, in about in about four minutes, you guys, it's the third hour of power. If you never listen to the third hour of power, it comes on from ten, and they say to eleven, but it normally goes way longer than that. Uh, it seems like they try to talk to each other. Um, so from uh, from ten to eleven, thejkingnetwork.com. You can sign up and listen over the internet, mm-hmm. or you can call five one five six zero five nine three seven six five one five six zero five nine three seven six. And listen that way. Stockton Jazz Festival, 826-23 with Tom Brown and Alexander O'Neill. Uh, with Michelle is going down. Yep. Um, I love I love Stevie um, and what he does. I just don't – he's just not organized enough for me. He knows it already, though. I, I like it to be organized and beautiful. Um, um, have a great day. Um, thank you, Jeff Carmen. Um, don't go there if Ali is in charge. You will never get a word in. Good morning, Angel. Yep. Um, so, no, Ali, Ali hangs up now. Ali, Ali hung up yesterday. Are you yeah, I hung up all the time because they don't be talking. They, they don't be talking about shit. Yeah. No, the right. ratings were down yesterday. That's bullshit. The ratings were down yesterday because I was no. Uh, Ray, your punk ass didn't want to do with niggas. Stop lying with your punk ass. No, nigga, the ratings. I had I, I had some shit going on with my wife and my health. Things went down tremendously yesterday. I talked to the executive producer. They're talking about moving me up and getting me a real mic. So they just moving you up on the chip rack, nigga. That's it. <laughs> he was on the wrong <laughs> track mine, yesterday, right? Ali. Yeah. He was on the wrong yeah. something. Yeah. Who's this Jeff Harding guy? Who's this, who's this guy? Who's this guy trying to call me out? You don't want none, dude. I can tell you, I don't want to. I don't want no smoke. You ain't got none, nigga. Ain't this a I ain't, you I ain't got trying to call nobody out. Big Charles, just joined. Nah, you good. My name is Ray King with Lynn Tolliver, Johnny Grime, Parker Davis, Yusef Kente, Brother Reverend Ali, Sammy Braxton, Reese on the radio, Mary Hopkins, uh, 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 Big Big Fred, and Big Charles, telling you to get busy living. Because you're going to have enough time dying. Coming up next is the third hour of power. And boy, oh boy. You got to wear your sunglasses. Yeah, because that motherfucker didn't say my name yesterday. Oh, yeah.
Don't just all sit right, around with, uh, with your finger up your ass. Don't just sit around with your finger up your ass. Say oh. something. Shit. Well, Fred, don't worry. You're here now. Why don't you just tell us what it is that you want to talk about? Do you want to talk more about your health? Is that what you'd like to no, I want to talk I, about I'm, your I'm health and old. I'm very fascinated by old men who only want to talk about their health. Reese, and Reese. Don't you do enough radio, Reese? Why you try to hog up over here? To you? Don't you got enough radio you know, going on in your life? Like you're jealous. I don't. I don't think you're jealous enough. You but need you're hogging up jealous. motherfucking you ass. You need to be more jealous. I don't think you just hog jealous. up radio. You got to hog up anytime that somebody can hear your ass talk. Here you come. Yes, I love proper propaganda bullshit. <laughs> he know everything. Uh, oh, that motherfucker oh, gonna get his feelings hurt. Right. Hey, listen to me. He gonna get his feelings hurt. Right, I know everything. everything. And y'all the Every only people in the thing. world. It's only black people who hate people who know shit. Why y'all so mad at that? You should be happy about a black man knowing shit. I just want the niggas to be willfully dumb. Y'all the only people well, who so shit you, on You're not fucking black. You are not, you, motherfucker. You are I don't not black. That. Somebody explain to me what it is that's so harmful in a nigga knowing. You something. are not. Ain't nothing black about the first you, bro. Thing y'all want to mention is that I think he know everything. So what's so wrong with that? Now education is a you bad thing. You are not fucking y'all black. You are not my kind of black. You know you are nothing. Oh, you are I not black. You ain't nothing, breed. brother. Is there a special breed of Negro you wish for me to be? <laughs> Negro. See that dirty motherfucker Listen, there? Here's the part that you don't understand, Fred. Fred, although this may work in your silly little inner city, I'm not intimidated by these people who call what, or what they uh, perceive Reece, to be Reece, the you're not, Reece, you're, not, you're not smarter than everybody, Reese, as much as you might think. So you're not. But that's joking. You're, you're right. I'm world. not smarter than everyone. Of course not, Jay. That was the whole point of what I just said. Obviously not listening. That's what I just not said. J. Key. J. Key, why are you here? You're supposed to be taking a shower, nigga. Lather exactly. up. Why are you over here fucking up? Exactly. Exactly. You ain't got no power in the time dollar, J. King. And he's back here because he can't help himself. So all I said was is that he's you motherfuckers. He's, looking, he's looking for his rubber ducky, motherfucker. Shut up. It's, it doesn't intimidate me when you say all that other shit about I'm not your kind of black and, you know, shaming me because I'm not the Listen authentic Negro you want me to be. That shit don't matter to me. I hope I'm not like the authentic nigga you know. I hope I'm nothing oh. like the nigga you know. I hope, I hope every nigga you know is a cookie cutter. I hope, that, no, I hope that you Negroes are so cookie cutter you can't discern each other. Got his ass. Got his ass. walk alike. And you talk alike. Do he, all he of that shit. Red. That motherfucker turned guess red. What, guess what happens? Guess what happens? Um, guess, what, guess what happens, Billy? Guess what happens? The same dude who you claimed, the same dude that you claimed you had no time for and you ignored, you're obsessed with. Just like I told you the first day. I said, nigga, you couldn't ignore me if you tried. And guess what? You did exactly what I told you to do. I told you you would be all over me. And you would be talking about me, and you couldn't resist me. And you can't. Because I'm not like the cookie-cutter niggas you're used to. Take, put that in your bowl and drink it. Like every other lap dog around here. Who told you that, Fred? No, nigga. I'm t- yeah, Fred said, Fred said I ain't got no... He said, I'll listen to him. I, I'm going to pay that man no mind. Yeah, I heard that shit before. Every motherfucker said that to me. Fred. 
Fred ain't got no life. That's why Fred's here, because Fred ain't got no life. He ain't got no friends. Nobody want to talk to his punk ass, so he come over here and just blurt out shit just to get attention. But it's Earth punk ass. You, your, your ass ran for the woods yesterday. Your motherfucking ass jumped off the phone. You got your feelings hurt so bad, brother. <laughs> yesterday, I, I just sat back and watched. This motherfucker got clowned about five times. That motherfucker just, he just smoothed his way right on out of the show. Shut your ass up, nigga. Let me ask you something, Fred. Are you talking with your teeth in or are you talking with your teeth out, nigga? They in, man. They in. Is your teeth in? God bless you. out, motherfucker. God bless you, Fred. That's all I care about. I gotta go. Hey Fred, tune in well, to the I'm show. Well, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do, since you can't run shit over here. I, I, Peace I, I, out, dude. I, I Peace out, crack a lacking. Peace out, crack a lacking. Crack a lacking. Crack a lacking. Ben, listen to me. As my moniker goes, reached on the radio, annoying Negro since 1969. <laughs> Is the clan meeting over? He's gone. Now back to you, uh, uh, lunch meat motherfucker. Let's talk, man. What's up? Now you, now you didn't. Re- you... Am I on mute or are you motherfuckers gone? All righty then. Y'all gone? No, nah, we gone? still here. Oh yeah, who am I speaking with, uh, sir? This is Johnny. Introduce yourself. They know Johnny, who you're I am. Johnny, you, 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 you're a musician, aren't you? I was at one time. Now I'm a contractor. Oh, really? Building maintenance. Uh, what you do? What, what, what are you? What's the contract you're working on right now? Come on, give me something. Right now, I'm building a bathroom into a basement. I'm putting a bathroom in. Why would you turn you putting the bathroom in the basement or are you turning the basement into a bathroom? Pretty much the same. I'm turning a bathroom. There was no bathroom in there. We're just putting one in. Uh-huh. That sounds interesting. Is it gonna be top dollar? It always is. Is it gonna, is it it gonna always be is. Okay, I'm just trying nah, to it ain't gonna you be out, no man. Right. But you'll be able to turn around and really take a shower and then soak in a soaking tub and all that shit, right? Nah, no tub. It's a seven-foot walk-in shower. Seven foot. So you'll be able to sit down in there and turn around and all that shit, right? Exactly. Good, good, good. Handicap accessible? Wheelchair? No. Will a wheelchair there? Think, out mm. and think about the future now. When you're working for somebody, think about the future and Making them well, happy. they they didn't add that in the contract, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm into. Uh, I used to work over at the casinos, man, and they had you know plenty of money, and I could make a wall shine. I could make it look like glass. I put some lights on it. Put some glitter in the paint. You know, just fuck with it. You know, I, well, I, see, I, I I'm the, the one that built the there. wall. Oh, right, yeah, okay, I can do that too. You know, I'm a five five star. You know. Uh, I can do it all, man. Shit, I can do uh, what you call it, uh, sheetrock, fucking 
uh, asbestos walls. Oh, no, no, wait, 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 wait. Let me get my terminology right here. Asbestos walls. No, I was going to say epis, 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 epis. Now, you know that's not like somebody who's going to do the L.A. doors. I know that, I am up there. I woke hey, them up there, didn't hey, I? Hey, look, I look, woke their black asses yeah. up in, didn't I? Look, uh-huh. look, all you can say is can you frame it and close it in? That's all That's all the question. Can you frame it and close mm-hmm. it in? You say you can do it all? All that expensive stuff and all that. You have no terminology in your brain. Frame it and close it in. That's all you can say. Yeah, I can frame it. I can frame it and close it in. Good God. Well, see, I run, I run electricity and all that too. Put in lights, switches, plugs, and all of that. See, he's gonna say he do that too. That's why I said I know. Look, that's why I say I can do that too. 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 I can waterproof. I know you. I can do that too. I can waterproof. I can do that too. Lord have mercy. I can do that too. With me, it ain't no. I can do it. It's I do it. Okay. Well, I, shit, I need to get you over here and do some jobs for me. Shit, I contract you out. <laughs> What's so funny? See, I thought you was going to be my friend. I thought I found me a friend. Now you going to go to laugh at that much shit? Aren't it, isn't, it, isn't it friends who laugh at other friends' funny shit? No, you're supposed to cover my back. Shit, you're supposed to be like, no, nah, he meant this. You know, Fred just woke up nah, and shit, you know? No, 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 I ain't co-signing on that bullshit now. Don't. Uh-uh. <laughs> a sellout. You jumped over the other side. I ain't no sellout. Ali, where your sorry ass at? <laughs> yeah, they they went silent yesterday when I was I here. I can tell you, know, you where gotta... he ain't at. He ain't laying down no pipe nowhere. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> You know that back bad, that back, that back, that neck, that back. <laughs> he might be running his tongue up in some booty, though. <laughs> oh, shit, Ada. Oh, my God. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, I had to cough out and muted myself. Oh, don't say that. You're going to make me choke to death. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know what happened to my... Oh, my energy level just did a belly flop this morning. I don't know what it was. Whew. Shit. Something you ate? I know. that I, I didn't juice this morning, and I tried to cheat on my little diet. Oh, and, uh, no. What well, you got to leave them jelly-filled donuts alone. No, it was some sugar-free uh, jelly from Smucker's, and I read it, and I read it, and then I had no sugar. I, I thought I wasn't gonna get that down or that yeah, and shit. It just dropped me off like a hot potato. But my my sugar's only what one you on four right on? now. What did you eat it on? Did you eat it on bread? Uh, I oh, I'm uh, okay, I can't lie. I had two, two. I only had two biscuits. Okay, two small fucking biscuits. Come okay, on now. well that's whoa, 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 wait. It ain't the jelly. It's the biscuit. That just made you tank. Ah. It ain't the jelly. Okay. Those biscuits you sense. ate just turned into sugar. But well, then why is my sugar fan 105? And you know it's so not. It's fine, not but I'm pepper. telling you that they just turned. 
they just turned into sugar. That's what happens when you eat bread and biscuits and shit. Now, don't get me wrong. I love a motherfucking biscuit. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. Oh man. But um, but that's what happens. I won't be doing that again. I won't be doing that again because I have been I have been having you know this 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 awesome day, this awesome everything, and by if that's what it does, I don't want it no more. Fuck it. And I know that. Well, see, when you start eating healthy and then you eat something that you probably shouldn't eat, your body uh, tells you immediately, nope, this is not for me. Yeah. And that's exactly what happens. Your body's telling you, no, this is not. I tried a, uh, yesterday, yesterday evening I tried, you know, a little chocolate brownie. Man, uh-huh. I got that in my system, and I, I mean, my stomach hurt so bad yesterday after I tried that. So I'm just, I'm going to give it all up. I'm just going to keep on with my juicing and my baked chicken and shit like that, and no foods with dyes. Let's see how that works. Rice out. cakes. No. Oh, really? No. Rice cakes what's, are no what's good the draw, for you. What's They're the draw? They're low in calories, but the ingredients are no good. You know, I mean, what are we going to eat then, y'all? I mean, you I know. know. You, you, the way she's talking ain't shit good for you. No, every, I mean, but once you look at everything and you look on the back of the thing, on the back of it and you read it and you look at all these dyes and all this shit that the, the other countries don't even uh, sell, I mean, it's getting pretty limited here now, y'all. Shit. It's only limited I... because we're not used to eating in a healthy way. Because I used to feel the same way, like, oh, I'm so limited. I'm so limited. You're really not. You just got to train your mind to eat a different way. That's all. And to think in a different way. And it's going to take time. It ain't going to happen overnight. I don't know how right. old you are, but I'm sure you're over 40, so you've been eating the same way for over 40 years. You're not going to, you know, just turn around and make a complete, you know, 180. Right, 180, right. 360, whatever it is. You're not going to turn around and just, you know, that's not going to happen in four days, you know. I think I've been on the path you'll, about 15 you'll, days you'll now. You'll figure it That's, out, yeah, though. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I, know knowledge, I know knowledge is power, and um, what my re- what, 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 what I've learned doing my research and going through this process is I, I Googled, I said, how can you li- uh, live with prostate cancer after treatment? And it said... Uh, no milk, no uh, no milk. Uh, change your diet, of course. Um, then it says, uh, and then it told me what to eat. So if you're not putting the chemicals back into your body, you will live a little bit longer without pain. So there is. Okay. Uh, huh? Uh, you you you, you so, said you had prostate cancer. Yeah, yeah, but my numbers are great. He says it's undetectable now after a treatment, huh? Okay, that's amazing. Um, you, you can. There, there's a book called, and for men and women, it's to our bodies work differently, so it's different. But there's a book called Chris Beat Cancer. He has, and he has a cookbook. 
and I used a lot of his recipes when I was fighting my breast cancer. Um, mm-hmm. And they're they're not difficult. He makes it simple. Um, it's available on Amazon. It's called Crispy Cancer. Um, it's, I think it's like fifteen bucks for the book or some shit like that. But uh, yeah, you should check that out because it comes from a male's perspective, not a woman's. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I've been uh, in tune with some men um, testimonies and books and things of that nature. But it's amazing that the diet, I mean, everybody speaks on that the diet, the diet. And, I, you know, I, I can understand that concept. I, and I know after the radiation, every my mouth, I mean, uh, my taste buds were off the chain. And they still are. They still are. Food is really just overwhelmingly seasoned now. Uh, but I can eat I can eat I can eat vegetables without anything on them, and they they have right. an amazing taste. You know, even I I did some squash and some asparagus the other day. I didn't I didn't even have to put no butter or nothing. I mean, it, this stuff was steamed. Yeah, I, I just deep fried some zucchini the other night. Yeah, yeah, that's what I had. Uh, but it wasn't deep fried. It, it didn't have anything on it, and the well, taste no, was you amazing. Don't deep Fry it. You can just saute it in a pan. Right. No, right, I cut right. them into no, like uh, little French fries and then like wedgies, oh. potato wedgies. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I've had well, them when I, you know, with uh, years ago, years like ago. That. No, no, we're not even. Uh, you never had them like that. that. I have. No, I have them and they're delicious, but it ain't healthy. <laughs> If you think about it, ain't nothing healthy. You just got to take it in yeah, moderation. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but. You can overeat green, I mean, uh, greeny, uh, uh, leafy vegetables, sir? You can overeat anything because then it gives you too much gas and shit. <laughs> That's my motherfucking problem. Man. Actually, your body gives off signs off when you eat too much when you especially vegetables and uh, salt. Like uh, the answer from your eyes can be a uh, result from uh, overeating the uh, fruit. I noticed that your the, body, um, Fred, your body, your body will tell you what it needs and what it don't need if you listen to it. Yeah. Just like this morning, you feel overwhelmingly tired now because you ate some damn biscuits. So your body's saying you don't need this. I will not be buying that shit no more. I think that was the uh, that's been in there. But Jelly can do it though, uh, Mary. I want to tell you that Jelly can do it. Huh? I said I said Jelly can't do it till you do. Jelly has a lot of sugar. Yeah, but no, no. He he had no he he got no sugar. He got sugar free jelly. Yeah, I had the sugar-free jelly. I didn't have any any sweets oh, at all. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I was, yeah. And that's what tripped me out because I made sure and I read the packaging and all. But I'm, I won't be doing that no more. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, you guys, um, like I say, Check it. Go to the doctor every three months and check yourself out because even if you're running around here thinking that you're fine, that's a misconception altogether. 
I've seen older gentlemen that I admired out working out in the morning. I said, look at Mr. So-and-so. Look at Mr. So-and-so. See, Mr. So-and-so, that didn't do shit. And then smoking, folks that don't smoke, folks that don't look like, man, I don't know what, and it has to be the food. You know, genetics is one thing, but cancer just killing people that never uh, been in asbestos, asbestos, never smoke, never sugar, no, I mean, what? And it's happened, it's like, it's like, pow, pow, me, pow, pow, let, pow. Fred, so, there, yeah. I, was, I was trying to, I said this the other day, but there, 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 the stuff that they're putting in the food is what is causing the cancer because our bodies cannot break those things down. I agree. You know? You know, like I said, my bro, my nephew is uh, the dying man, the roundup guy, and he won. Uh-huh. And he had he had scientists and every everybody to come to court. I mean, this is amazing, you know, because he's a little poor black school district worker in Vallejo, California, but uh, he had some big time people behind him, and he won. He he set the Uh huh. Well, what happened, everybody? Did everybody get muted? I'm here, Mary. I'm here. Oh, okay. I was afraid I went to. Fred, like you going in and out? I don't know. Where's Sticky's yeah. first ass at? Probably home doing a thing. I don't know why. I don't know how I got muted. I don't know either. But yeah, um, I totally agree with as far as the food, and that's what I'm saying when I say. Hi. Oh my God! What is that? His phone. Fred, is that your phone? It must be. Well, I got to get out of here anyway. I got some things I got to do. So everybody have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you guys on Monday. All right, Mary. Yeah, I'm almost out of here, too. I got to go spray some texture. All right, guys. All right, have a good good one. Yep. Hope you all tune into the show tonight. It's going to be nice and mellow. Okay. Okay. No, that's not my phone.